laid on my heart this morning is if, if you need a title for what the Lord has asked me to bring are you watching or are you sleeping are you watching or are you sleeping you know so a phrase I've heard over and over recently um, as you can imagine is I can't wait for everything to get back to normal do you hear that it's something we hear and then I understand that's what I want as well it's been a horrendous period isn't it in fact, it's one of the most difficult times uh, I can remember in, in Wales uh, in, in probably my lifetime. Uh, it's been a, a terrible situation. And I was just thinking this is a 2020 diary. And uh, who would have thought a couple of years before that, isn't it, how things would have changed for everybody around the world. Um, I remember myself and Helen watching the news and we heard about, I think it was the beginning of last year, this virus in China. Um, and, you know, you just think it's miles away and within months, you know, we have the Prime Minister and the First Minister announcing we're going into total lockdown. We couldn't go out, do you remember? It was really, really difficult, wasn't it? Um, you know, many countries are still going through and we keep praying, you know, every, every Wednesday night we keep praying for uh, God to intervene and step in because it's nations around the world still suffering and we are still suffering here in Britain as well and we... And, you know, we watch the news and these things are, we think, what is going on? What is going on? And, you know, uh, as well, we're watching the news now and Afghanistan, what a horrendous situation, isn't it? And, you know, everything is it's topsy-turvy, isn't it? The world is, everything's going wrong, isn't it? Everything's falling apart, it seems. And I was talking to my father yesterday and he said this and it stuck in my mind. We live in in an atmosphere of uncertainty. And do you feel that as well? There seems to be that, doesn't it? There's an atmosphere of uncertainty. And I was talking to one of my friends this week, and we were talking about uh, society when we were younger and everything. And we talked about society seems to be breaking down everywhere, doesn't it? And the things we see every day, you know, I'm not going to go into those things, but, you know, everything seems to be falling apart. And, you know, the Bible tells us why this is you know the bible tells us the root of the problem goes back to the creation of this world where mankind rejected god mankind said we'll do it our way and you know from that point everything started to unravel you know if we did it the creator's way things would have been brilliant god created a paradise for human beings perfect human beings to live in and God created that because he loved mankind so much. But mankind said, no, thank you. We'll do it our way. We, we are the gods. We'll do it our way. And that's when it all started to go wrong. But, you know, I'm so glad God's a loving, merciful God. And he didn't say, that's it. You know, he says, before the foundation of the earth, before this all came about, about Jesus was, uh, the plan was to Jesus to come and die for us. God gave up everything for mankind to put things right didn't he and that's his plan of salvation and you know we read that uh, and it's summed up as we know in john three sixteen. for god so loved the world that he gave his only son 
that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You know, God has a plan and he has a future plan as well to restore everything that's been damaged by sin. And God's got a future plan. And Jesus said, and we can take comfort in this as Christians, that in his father's house are many mansions and he's gone to prepare a place for us. And did he say, I'm not coming back, I'll leave you to it? He said, no, I'm coming back to take you to be with me. He told the disciples and that's for us as well this morning. So what a hope we have as Christians. And we see all these things going on around us in the world. And these are the consequences of sin. The planet is groaning, isn't it, with everything that's happened. So the question comes today, are we watching or are we sleeping? And I'm going to read from Mark chapter 13, verse 32 to 37. And it says this, but about that day or hour, no one knows. And this is about Jesus coming back. Not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard, be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It's like man gone away. He leaves his house and puts his servant in charge. Each with their assigned task and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore, keep watch. Because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether it's in the evening or at midnight or when the cock crows or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find yourself sleeping. What if I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. And you know, that's a message to us as Christians this morning to watch. Jesus is coming soon. Are we sleeping or are we watching this morning? And you know, it posed some questions in my mind and used some of the questions I came up with. How do I know that Jesus is coming back? That's a question maybe you've asked yourself as well. Well, the Bible prophesies his return. It says many places in the New Testament that he will return. Just as, amazingly, hundreds of years in the Old Testament before Jesus was born, it predicted Jesus' birth, even to where he was going to be born in Bethlehem. Isn't that absolutely incredible? Even what tribe of, uh, of the nation of Israel he came from, it is amazing. It was predicted. And you know, in Acts chapter 1, verse 11, when Jesus was taken up into heaven, the angels testified. They said, this same Jesus you've seen go into heaven, he will come back in the same way. He was, you will see him come back. So Jesus is coming back. The Bible tells us he's coming back. We believe that this morning as a church, don't we? So why is Jesus coming back? You know, the Bible, I wonder if they're all up, I'll drop everything. But the Bible is God's plan of salvation. And you know, God's plan of salvation is open to anyone, whoever believes in him. And in the future, God has a plan for our world as well and what he's going to do with our world for those who accept him and those who reject him. And you could read that, you know, we, in Revelation, Pastor Rob did an amazing study on that online. That's still online, I believe, uh, Pastor Luke, isn't it? And you can explore that for yourself. But the center of everything is what Jesus did on the cross. 
his salvation uh, offer to those who will accept it. But he also plans, this is the good news this morning, he plans to take us physically as well to be with him in paradise. Isn't that amazing? And, you know, there's a term, it's not written in the Bible, but it's a term, a theological term called the rapture. Rapture means to be taken and applause and, and a celebration, a rapture is, isn't it? And to be taken, to be taken with him. And in 1 Thessalonians, verse, chapter 4, verse 17 and 18, it says this, it says this, after that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, so that we will be with the Lord forever. Do you know whether people have passed away or alive, those who put their trust in Jesus, the message is this morning, we're going to be taken up to be with him forever and ever. Wow, what a hope, isn't it? You know, when things are going worse and worse in this world, God is coming to take us to be with him. Isn't that phenomenal today? So Jesus, to answer the question, why is he coming back? He's coming back for me. He's coming back for you. If you've accepted the Lord this morning, he's coming back for us. And millions and millions, young and old, people from the past centuries, those who put their trust in Jesus, he's coming back for us. What a thing we have a hope this morning, a celebration of our hope, isn't it? So when is he coming then? So Jesus is coming back. He's coming back to those who love him. But when is he coming back? The Bible tells us, as I read just now, only the Father knows when he's coming back. And it will happen unexpectedly. It said there, and it could be any time of the day, and, you know, there's a phrase that's used uh, in the Bible. The Lord, the day of the Lord would come like a thief in the night. There used to be a song with that as well, didn't it? Like a thief in the night, he will come. But the G disciples, one day they were with Jesus and he was talking about things to come. And they said, when, when, when? We always like to know when, don't we? And Jesus said this, and he said this in Luke chapter 21, verse 8 to 11. It says this, so they asked, when was he, when these things coming back, when are you coming back? And he said this, he replied, I watch out that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name, claiming I am he, and the time is near. Don't follow them. When you hear of wars and uprisings, don't be frightened. These things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. Then he said to them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines and pestilence in various places and fearful events and great signs from heaven. You know, Jesus said there are signs to when he's coming back. The things that are happening in this world because of all the causes we've talked about will ramp up. They'll get faster and faster, more and more and more. And when these things happen, he said, that's a sign. Things are getting worse but I can come in when things are getting worse. And it says there, it says about the deception of, uh, of people. You know, people come and say, I'm the Christ. And I was just thinking, the idol worship there is today, isn't there? You know, our nation has fallen away from God, isn't it? People almost worship themselves, though, don't they? Me, 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 me. There's, there's a whole atmosphere 
of that idol worship, false religions everywhere are falling away from God. You know, we see that, don't we? Even in our society here, wars, nations against nations, kingdoms against kingdoms, you know, countries against countries, inside countries, civil wars, strife, different things happening. We've seen that. You just got to switch on the news to see all this stuff new. We just, as I spoke about Afghanistan, we've seen now terrorism. These things are everywhere. Earthquakes, Haiti, again, you know, tragic there, isn't it? Earthquakes are happening, huge earthquakes. Famines, you know, I was reading about Madagascar this week. They haven't had rain for three or four years. Uh, crops are failing, horrendous things. People starving to death in our, in our modern world. Famines, incredible. Pestilence, well, need I say more? COVID, you know, it impacted the whole world. A pestilence, a pandemic across the world. Fever, fearful events, signs from heaven. And I thought, wow, a couple of weeks ago, I was reading about climate change. You know, and, we, and we've seen the result of that. They said human activity, I think the report said, is causing the temperatures to rise on this planet. And what are we see it? Droughts, floods in other areas, polar ice caps melting, the atmosphere being poisoned with pollution. We're seeing uh, those fires, all of that. I've never seen anything like that. Fires, wildfires. What was it a few weeks ago? Uh, highest ever recorded temperature in Italy, 48 or 49 degrees. You know, abnormal, isn't it? Signs. These are signs. It's in the news now. And you know, Jesus said, come on, wake up. When you see a fig tree, when you see buds on trees, you know the summer's coming. Christians, when we see these things, Jesus is coming. He's coming very, very soon. Open our eyes. Our eyes. So what will happen at the rapture? It's an incredible day. It says in 1 Thessalonians 16 to 17. It says, the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command. This will be an enormous noise around this planet. There'll be a loud command. Bang, it'll come around the world. And the voice of the archangel, we hear a voice calling us, calling the church. Come. And it says, with a trumpet call of God, an enormous trumpet blast will be heard in the air. And it says, and the dead in Christ will rise first. All those people before will rise. They'll be resurrected, new bodies. Us who are alive will be taken up in a twinkling of eye into the air, perfected bodies. And who are we going to meet? Who will be there in the clouds waiting for us? Our Lord Jesus Christ. What a hope we have, isn't it? He'll be waiting for us with his arms open. And I can imagine the rapture as well. We'll all be shouting and screaming and shouting and praising when we, when we see him in the air. So it says, and we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. I'm encouraging you with these words today. Jesus is coming and we're going to meet him very, very soon. What a, a, a thrill that will be. Millions on this planet, young and old, will disappear. Graves will be burst open. Uh, cemeteries, everything, cremation plots. The sea will give up its dead. It'll be everybody taken who loves the Lord, taken up to be with him, to be with our Savior forever. So with that in mind, what 
What does it mean to me? What should I do? Well, first of all, if you don't know the Lord Jesus, the Bible tells us today is the day of salvation. Make sure that you are ready for when that day arrives. You know, as a young boy, I heard Pastor Jennings on this pulpit talking about the second coming. And mom and dad over there, and I knew that if that trumpet sounded in my heart, I knew I wasn't going. I knew, even as a young lad. So I went home, and my brother, we prayed and asked the Lord Jesus, very simply, to forgive our sins, and come into our hearts and be the master of my life. And you know, that instant, I knew that if that trumpet sounded, don't ask me how, but the Lord had come into my heart. I knew that I would go in. I knew that the Lord had come and his salvation had come into my life, even as a young boy. And that's as simple as it is for everyone. Accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior and ask him to come to the Lord of our lives. So that's the most important thing to do. And you know, when that trumpet sounds, we'll be taken to be with him. And my second question is, Christians, are we ready? Are we prepared? You know, we read in Mark just now that uh, the master, when he went away from the house, the people working in the house were there. And he said to the guy, watch, I'll be coming back. I don't know when I'm coming back, but I'm coming back. Be ready for me. And you know, it says in Thessalonians, verse 6 to 9, it says this. And this is how we can prepare for when Jesus returns. It says this, so then, let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be sober, awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night. And those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, since we belong to the kingdom of God, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as the breastplate and hope of salvation as a helmet. And what does that mean there? What was Paul saying there? Let's be awake as Christians. You know, too long the Christian church has been sleeping. How do I know that? We're not seeing these places packed. God brings salvation, doesn't he? But we are his appointed peace people to speak and gossip the gospel of Jesus Christ to our family, to our friends, the people we meet every day. You know, church, we need to wake up, don't we? Jesus is coming soon, and there are people we know who need to hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's their responsibility to accept it or not, but we need to tell people about Jesus. We need to be awake, not sleeping, not apathetic and uncaring. We need to be a, an awake church, loving people with all our hearts. Jesus, you know, he talks about in his parable, about the, the, uh, one of the parables about the great treasure, the pearl, and he's going to find the pearl. And you know, God's heart is for everyone who doesn't know him. That's his treasure. And he wants us to reach those people with the gospel. We need to be on full of fire, full of faith. You know, getting into God's word every day. Prayer, coming together praying together. The time is short. We need to come and mobilize now, don't we? As a church in prayer, praying for our family, our friends, our nation, and praying for God's blessing and his salvation to come in our community. Joining together, loving others as Jesus loved them, and preaching the good news. That's the helmet of salvation he talked about there. The good news of salvation. So, are we watching this morning or are we sleeping? Jesus is coming very soon. 
And that's an amazing thing. That's something we can praise and live for, isn't it? Are we ready? Number one, today, if you don't know Jesus, ask him to come into your heart. Ask him to be the Lord of your life. And when that trumpet sounds, we'll be taken to be with him. Christians, are, you, are we awake? Are we, are we working for the Lord every single day of our lives? Are we alert and watching for him? Lord, I'm watching. Could you come today? He could come today. There's nothing stopping him coming today. All the prophecies are being fulfilled. Are we ready? Let's put our hearts right as well, isn't it? If there's things in our heart, it's not supposed to be there. If there's sin in there, there's other things. You know, we can repent. You know, and if we've, what we used to say, backslidden, if we've gone cold in our hearts, you know, say, Lord, I'm sorry. Sorry, Lord. But just re- reinvigorate me with your Holy Spirit. Uh, fill me with your Holy Spirit again, Lord, and I want to serve you with all my heart. So let's be prepared and awake, watching for him. And it says this in Luke 21 and verse 28. When you see all these things begin to take place, stand up, lift up your heads, because your redemption draws near. God bless you.